Barbecue's our passion, and that's just what you'll get where the Kim Burns is a barbecuer. Tales from the pits. Howdy, welcome to another road trip episode of Tales from the Pits. This is Brian. And Andrew. And why do we keep saying road trip episode? Every episode we've ever recorded has been a road trip I, I, episode. I want to come up with like some adjective for every episode. Oh, okay. Like, right. it, we're, we're recording live at 6th Street, but oh. in Fort Worth. Good Lord. Anyway, yeah. here we are with... Dane Weaver. And Thomas Levin. And you guys are with... Dane's Craft Barbecue. Well, we wanted you to both say that in synchronous. Oh, yeah, every yeah. once in a while, someone will do it in unison, and it's just a beautiful thing. Dane's Craft Barbecue. There we Perfect. go. Perfect. You guys are in Fort Worth, and uh, a food trailer park, Lola's trailer park here in Fort Worth, and you've been doing some really good stuff for a while. We met Dane a few years back. Um, we did a one of the most quick hit and run visits we've ever done. We were doing a we were doing a big barbecue run, and I don't remember what we were even running out of time for. But we were running out of so much time that we left the car running. John Brotherton was already yeah, John there. Brotherton ordered for us, had <laughs> yeah. it waiting. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. We, we yeah. Thank run, you, John. Yes, thanks, John. We had to run in, grab food, run out, and I we we must have been super late for something, which I'm sure you guys just can't even imagine considering the time we just showed up here today. But um, very but surprising. That that was our first our first foray into Dane's Craft Barbecue, and then we. Met you at Pints in the Park, had even more good barbecue from you there. We did an episode with you there, which people should absolutely go back and listen. We will put the link to that into the show notes. So if you want the origin story of Dane Weaver, that's the place to get it. We are not going to go to the, the very early childhood memories of Dane cooking barbecue in this one, but you can get it into in the previous episode. But this is more to talk about Dane and Thomas and what's going on now in the business and what's coming up in the business. So let's start with that. And let's really start with Thomas because he wasn't on the other episode. Yep. So, Thomas Levin, tell us a little bit about kind of how you got started into barbecue, what early barbecue meant to you, and then how you got hooked into this uh, business with Dave. Um, so, uh, really my first, like, memories of barbecue was, like, um, I would go out with my family uh, on pretty much every Sunday. Like, after church, we would go out to the... Um, Ridgemar Farmer's Market in Fort Worth and just get a, they had uh, five for five chopped beef sandwiches. <laughs> uh, so we would, it, we got family four, so we just split. And that was like my first quote barbecue um, memory I really had. Yeah, um, nothing wrong with chopped beef sandwiches. And then, no, it was yeah. awesome. And five bucks for five sandwiches, feed the whole family. I remember those that. days. There was yeah. one right outside of, of Magnolia near where I live. It yeah. was the same way, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was great, great atmosphere and everything. Like, um, so I have those very fond memories from childhood. Um, and then once I like grew up, graduated high school and college, and I started getting into the Fort Worth foodie scene. Um, I don't really know why, like I grew up cooking with my grandma, um, and my parents and everything. So I really fell in love cooking with my grandma, um, and started getting into the Fort Worth foodies and... Um, checking out the little guys, I saw uh, a Dallas Observer article with um, where they like ate Dane's barbecue in his front yard, um, sitting on the curb. Um, and I was like, "This is freaking awesome, man! This guy's just like making barbecue in his yard, and this is—they're loving it." Um, so I started like following him on social media and all that. Um, and then dragged my parents out to one of his pop-ups at uh, Panther Island Brewing. 
um, and um, had a way different experience than I was expecting um, just because I just got talking one-on-one with Dana and Ashley um, and then and they were awesome um, just like we yeah, just immediately felt like friends um, and uh, and had, he, at that he point needed, he needed a new worker so he was he was reeling <laughs> you in real friendly he's he needed pulling you in like a well, fish well not yet <laughs> <laughs> maybe so maybe in the back of your mind but uh i mean yeah, i mean no, I, I i tried to make time for everybody and all the customers that would come up and want to want to talk and you know I, yeah. I still always try to make time for everybody that you know wants to chat about barbecue and our process and everything and i think that was kind of what what happened yeah that's i think thomas just came up and said hey like food was awesome like i just want to yeah. tell you i appreciate that you know yeah and maybe uh, yeah and we was ate the food my whole family like was that like it, your first then, craft barbecue experience or had you been to any other places prior to that or was um yeah pretty much uh that and then like um brendan lamb was helping him out at that pop-up and i met brendan uh that day too yeah brendan was slicing meats with me because i was like man i think we're gonna have a really good crowd out and uh you know i could use some help and and he had just recently moved up to fort worth and and so yeah it was me and brendan lamb slicing meats and then uh yeah and they were and both then, super nice and actually yeah, and Tom, then thomas and his parents came to that pop-up so yeah and then what a couple months later was brendan's grand opening in ponder smiley's um, yeah smiley's um, yeah and so i went to that because uh, i live in denton and it's just like 20 minutes away uh and dane was there helping brendan um yeah and i was like well this is awesome yeah. <laughs> and i remember you so and we just got caught talking and we were talking for like a couple hours and it was like cold as shit but <laughs> we just yeah. kept talking uh yeah. and dana was like i'm kind of in the position where i need some help and before i knew what i was saying i was like well i'll help you <laughs> i'd never done it like i worked at domino's that's my only like food service job um and yeah. i was just like i'll help you i don't know what this sounds cool <laughs> Y'all so. are cool. This sounds fun. And uh, so I just started tagging along on pop-ups, helping, slowly helping with meat prep. And he'd start teaching me sausage. And it's built all. Yeah. And, yeah. And that was kind of all just right before. never got before. rid of me. <laughs> yeah. That was right before y'all came to that pop-up with John, John Brother, Brotherton about, uh, it was a bit more than two years ago, I guess. So I think it was in May that y'all came to that pop-up in 2019 so wow uh, so yeah so he's yeah he basically was like i was like man i'm gonna need somebody to teach this to so we can grow and uh i was like man why don't you come cook with us sometime uh I'll, i'll show you the ropes and i think he came out and cooked with me and we haven't uh not cooked together since you know it's just been uh yeah, it's just he's been there every time that I needed him. Anytime I was like, "Hey, I'm cooking," he's like, "I'm there," you know. Um, just super dedicated, uh, put in the time and effort to learn everything he needed to learn. And now I feel like we're kind of like carbon copies of each other. Like I can kind of mm-hmm. be like, "Hey, I know he's got it," you know, and he knows I've got it. So yeah, yeah which not, is awesome. You yeah, need, and that's a, that's not that. an easy yeah. thing to find. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really not. You know, you 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 hope to find people that that have that same passion, that same drive and that same ability to want to learn and grow. And then it's, 
it's very difficult to to find those people and to and people that want to learn you know especially thomas you were kind of a blank slate because you didn't have a barbecue background or yeah you know, or anything so yeah you know i know a lot of people have told us in the craft barbecue world that that's the type of person they prefer mm-hmm. to bring into the business. If someone doesn't have preconceived notions of what a rub should taste like and and how you know how a brisket should be trimmed or prepped or cooked. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's easier to build good habits than break bad habits. Yeah. That whole thing. And, yeah. and talking about kind of blank slates, you mentioned you mentioned sausage. The, the time we had the the that first plate of food included your blueberry sausage. Uh, very gouda. Very gouda. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you gotta and, say the pun. Very good. It is. I remember that. Very good. Yes. <laughs> and and we was, had. Was that really the impetus for the sausages? You just wanted to make that pun, or did it? <laughs> did the pun come after the sausage? <laughs> we're, we're still like, uh, it's a little bit of both. Yeah, it know. works. It works either way. Well, yeah, and we we were on Berry Street there. That was so there was that like, part, yeah. Um, yeah, there was a whole bunch of different aspects that went into that. But we we had been thinking about doing that for a while too. So it just all it was. The stars aligned, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and you've been doing a lot of sausage. We'll talk about the the, the sausage flight that was a few weeks ago. But um, l- let's talk about getting into sausage, making sausage. Kind of how did that start? And and we're gonna, what is your sausage philosophy? And then we'll talk about the paella boudin, Andrew. Yes, well, we'll yeah. get to that. Don't <laughs> <we>? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'd love to get into that because that's one of the most uh, things we work on here, and I'm we're super passionate about our sausage program mm-hmm. uh probably about three years ago i kind of got into the idea i was going to make sausage and uh, when when i kind of thought about this idea for dane's craft barbecue i always wanted to make sausage in house that's something that i i never wanted to compromise on and i bought a sausage stuffer and trevor sales from bricks barbecue he a grinder because um we there's were a really good. old song about i got a brand new roller skate you got yeah. a brand new key. you got a brand new key. <laughs> yeah. i think yeah. we should get it together and try it out you see because yeah. we we have been talking <laughs> to each other about wanting to make sausage and everything and so we're like hey we'll, we'll kind of invest in it a little bit and and start figuring this out and uh me and him made sausage together for the first time probably about three years ago and uh just kind of started perfecting it from there first one uh we did was our triple cheddar pepper sausage which maybe had at the that first pop-up you went to but um uh, yeah we just did a couple different versions and uh you know since then he's kind of developed his brand and gone his way but like for a while when we were doing pop-ups we were selling the same kind of sausage like we would we would go there and make it together and then we would he would sell these two sausages and i would sell those two at a different pop-up and so um also sean eagle from bet the house had a little sausage uh um, class up in denton and i i went to that and learned a little bit about sausage but our process now is kind of different than anything i ever learned in the beginning you know like it's it's definitely evolved you know before we were just grinding it stuffing it casing it throwing it on the smoker and calling it sausage but now we're like okay yeah and initially we weren't curing it or anything we were just like well we just need to cook it quick and uh you know do all that but now we're curing it cold smoking it ice bathing it doing all that and so that that's been something that's evolved after we initially got into it so uh it's it's really 
it's fun and interesting every time we see you know the the new sausages you guys are developing putting on menus because we can tell just because we've eaten enough sausage good and bad and in between we can tell those that are really taking time to develop recipes and develop flavor and every time we taste one of the links that you've come up with we, we you know we, we can tell that you've really taken that time to develop that product I think it's one of the things that that you guys excel the most at is you absolutely nail flavor on sausage to where it's not nothing ever feels like a gimmick nothing ever feels like it's being put in into the casing because it you know it's a buzzword or anything like that it, it's part of the casing it's part of the sausage batter because that's what makes the sausage good yeah and it's it's really tricky to to toe that line where you want to be creative but you don't want to go too far with it and i think you guys really do a great job with that well, thank you. It's, we, although they got on the edge with the pecan pie they, sausage, they, 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 yes, they yes. told the line. Not, not every sausage <laughs> is going to be a home run, but 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 most of them, most of them are at least solid doubles. So, but yeah. yeah, you guys have definitely hit a couple of home runs, and then yeah, okay, we'll we'll do the paella boudin now because I dreamt about it and it became reality. Uh, <laughs> a paella is one of my favorite dishes in the world. Uh, I, it's ever since I was a kid. I don't know why, um, but you guys came up with paella boudin a few weeks months maybe even a couple months back now I, time is a flat circle now but uh yeah but man. you guys came up with a really awesome and creative paella boudin let us know a little bit how that process came to be and what exactly it is well it all it all started with thomas's idea that we were going to do six sausages over texas which was for Texas Independence Day we we're going to do six sausages that were inspired by all the countries that have ruled over Texas and that's deep thomas yeah it came to me in a fever dream <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so yeah, it was the, it was the best worst idea i've ever no, had no it was but a it really was a great cool idea, idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sausage flights are something we've always been a fan of the main yeah. problem is the way it worked out is it ended up being our opening day got pushed back we were going to open earlier than march i think it was like march 5th we opened it was, yeah, it was the first weekend in march uh, yeah, first weekend of March, we opened Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and happened to be that was the week of Texas Independence Day, and so our opening week, where we threw everything more on our plate, we threw on an extra, like, 200 sausage links to make six packs oh, of was, six different sausages. 300. Yeah, yeah, we made, like, 300 and, like, 20 sausage links for the first week that we were open. Wow. That's all? And <laughs> and half of them, and, yeah, the it was just... cooler was full. Oh, my God. And so, and we had to do, like, eight so different fun. kinds because we did the three that we make every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was what and was funny was six, it wasn't just the six plus the, six, plus yeah. the, plus yeah. the normal ones. Yeah. We made eight Why did you do this? <laughs> I don't know. It was Best, a fever dream. Worst yeah. idea I've ever had. Thomas's <laughs> idea. It was Thomas's idea. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could blame it on someone else. But no, uh, we we don't regret it. It was it was good, and we it was, developed some new sausage recipes out of it. Kind it of forced so us fun. to. Um, the few weeks prior, we were kind of in the test kitchen doing a lot of stuff. So, um, and and yeah. the and the paella, uh, you know, what was the inspiration for the paella? We're we're kind of struggling, or not struggling, but just like going around ideas for the the spain uh sausage and yeah like i was kind of just researching chorizo Spanish was too dishes. easy i guess yeah. <laughs> and, like uh chilaquiles um or like that didn't really stick with us 
Um, yeah, I don't know. I was just I. And it's like I think I just was like you know paella is kind of the Spanish dish you know that they kind of hang their hat on and it's a rice dish and we've never made a boudin like don't you think it'd be pretty sweet to make a paella boudin and I think it's like yes immediately (laughs) yeah I I messaged that to Thomas and he was like yeah let's do that (laughs) and so so I you know we kind of dove into like figuring out how to do boudin and it was it was yeah that too we had we hadn't made either of those things yeah so um all with trying to expand our operation by 300 percent in the same week so that that was a lot of fun Uh, and and you had a newborn at the time that had just come along or and a dog he also got a dog (laughs) a dog and a newborn at the same time yeah Yeah. and then we've got three other kids so yeah we've got we have three kids a puppy uh she's a big puppy now so she's almost a year old but um a lot of a lot of obstacles that would kind of keep us from wanting to do eight different sausages on our opening week but we also have to we have to give a shout out to your better half ashley is not not here because she's i'm sure got her hands full right now yeah uh, for sure she just graduated exactly graduated yesterday well she graduated last semester but they postponed the ceremony until today but uh it was cool to do the whole hat throwing thing and you know that's a big ceremonial thing that everybody uh absolutely you know really appreciates And, And and absolutely congratulations ashley and make some desserts. <laughs> oh yeah, the, yeah. We'll get into the yeah. We'll get to the, light, yeah. uh, in a little bit because yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah that that last yeah. trip. Here. But sincerely, congratulations. Well, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. we will talk about that. That was the problem. The reason there wasn't banana bourbon delight is because this she week, was yeah. right. graduating well, yesterday. We figured yeah. as much. We understand, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but we did miss it because it is ridiculously tasty. Yeah, yeah. no, we appreciate that. Um, so. Sausage wise, um, we'll hit on a, a couple of others real quick. The jalapeno Havarti. Mm-hmm. Um, why Havarti? Because um, it's not cheddar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not cheddar for one, and then uh, it's super creamy. I did it at a pop up a long time yeah. ago. Maybe even the pop up you went to, like yeah, even I'm pretty sure. Like back then, I just was like, man, let's do something different. One of my favorite cheeses is Havarti you know if I make a sandwich or I'm there I'm like yeah get Havarti so I you know I just threw it in there and then it sounded really cool you've got the alliteration going on um, and, and you'd being, be being, so surprised with how many people don't know how to pronounce Havarti really we've oh, heard yeah. we've heard <laughs> a couple dozen variations oh, Havarti can I have the jalapeno Havarti Havarati the jalapeno have have how many pecans pie sausages did you sell or did they pronounce that hopefully a good amount yeah Yeah. Yeah. there's There's a pretty good so the the, by using havarti i imagine you guys are not using the high temp cheese no we don't use any high temp cheese anymore thank you so much we we know that it's it's harder to cook um, but the flavor comes out more yeah Um, it's hard It, it runs sometimes when you go to slice a sausage and Havarti, we we have a little bit of issues with that. You got to kind of find your right yeah cheese. Yeah, we've been dating uh, around with Havartis, but I think we found a pretty good one. <laughs> so yeah, but and then today's sausage, Andrew. Oh yes, the the sausage we had today was the chicken bacon ranch sausage, which again more cleverness from you guys, but but it, no, nothing was over the top. The flavor was where what we'd expect, and it's one of the things that Brian and I talk about a lot is. Whatever you name your your product, you should taste 
what that product says. Like if you're if you're calling it jalapeno Harvardi, I should taste jalapeno and Harvardi. If you're naming it chicken bacon ranch, I should taste chicken bacon ranch. And you absolutely did in that sausage. How did that one come about? We just yeah, Thomas really wanted to do chicken sausages. Um, he was kind of like, hey, you know, we should do chicken sausages and um, poultry sausages. Are phenomenal. I love poultry sausages, but they they take a little bit of different effort. Yeah. We, we, it's totally different. I mean, it was just kind of like expanding our comfort zone. Yeah, and we, yeah, we started kind of toying around with the ideas of different things we wanted to do and uh, chicken. We start thinking of Texas and chicken dishes. You know, that's kind of where we kind of based. It was more of a king on. ranch chicken yeah. sausage and not a ranch dressing sausage. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and so we were like, you know, chicken bacon ranch. That's you know, that's that's a Texan thing. You know, um, everybody loves ch- that. Chicken chicken fajita is one of our other ones that we do a chicken fajita sausage and. Um, it's probably my can, favorite one. Of what our what all goes into the chicken fajita sausage? We do fire roasted. Um, Three different colors of bell peppers, um, and then pepper jack cheese, um, jalapeno pepper jack cheese, um, and then uh, usually like fajita spices. Um, but it's a lot of it's a lot of roasting peppers. Yeah, it's and a lot of time figuring out the texture of the chicken sausage and yeah. everything with that amount of peppers, it was a it was a big challenge. There was a, peppers hold pr- a lot of moisture and yeah, like they, too much moisture yeah, for they, a chicken they retain sausage. A ton of so. moisture. We, we had to do a lot of trial and error on that one. Yeah, so, yeah. You I can't really just, like where it's at right now. It was really good. Was yeah, really we good. brought that out to Red Dirt, and that's that's one of our favorites for sure, um, and that, that's why we did that. So chicken sausage was just something we wanted to be like, hey, let's not, not a lot of people are doing chicken sausage. Let's figure it out, um, develop a couple recipes, and now we have three different chicken recipes yeah. uh, that we do. So. Yeah, we, we started doing a chicken enchilada sausage a few years back, and it was mostly because we didn't want to cook turkey for pop-ups, but we wanted a poultry option on the menu. I think it was it was your chicken enchilada that I saw, and I was like, "What's that's a really good idea. Like, what's another chicken chicken fajitas? <laughs> what if it's fajitas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But let's get into a little bit more of the menu, and then we'll we'll backtrack a little more on the story after that. But we've already kind of dove into the menu now, so let's go through some of the sides because you do, you guys do some really good stuff with sides as well. Um, tell us a little about the the crisp apple slaw because it's it's one of the more unique slaws we had, and you know we both we both really enjoy it, and we we had to order it. I think both last two times we came, yeah. it's one of the ones we had to order. It's, it's a must order. Yeah. Tell us a little bit how that came to be and, and detail on that. Yeah, so that that was kind of a combination of me and Ashley kind of working together for a slaw recipe, and I, I like a lot of like sweetness, and so this this has apples. It's got some cranberries in there. It's some dried cranberries, uh, and then kind of a sweeter uh, dressing that's in there with it, poppy it's seeds. It's kind a of little, a lighter. There's a little bit of honey in there yeah, and stuff, really and. Uh, it was just really diverse. It's almost like a salad base instead of a coleslaw, mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of one of the things we really like about it is uh, it's 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 just a really well-rounded kind of deal. And um, Ashley kind of we kind of came up with the idea, and she kind of took it from there. And then and then Thomas has been working on it, and it's just been something that we've all kind of been like tasting yeah. each week and saying, "Hey, do we need less of this or nice. more of that?" Yeah. And, 
It's, um, a, it's been a group effort yeah. for sure to Plus develop like, that. It's just like visually beautiful. I think so. Like red cabbage, green cabbage, green onions, the toasted almonds, cranberries, uh, poppy seeds, apple cider vinegar. Like it's just it's light very and involved, fresh. For and, sure. Oh yeah, it takes. A <laughs> yeah, long it's, time. it's not your basic. We actually no. Yeah, we toast the almonds that go into it. Yeah. You toast them yourself. Yeah. 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 Wow. So. Yeah. Yeah, so and it, and it, it's, it's a great option, and it's you know it, it feels lighter, and of course it's got the vinegar in there, which always helps cut the fat. But it's it's definitely a must order every time. Absolutely, as are the Frito pie beans, um, because I mean everyone obviously most barbecue joints make beans, and you know plenty make really good beans, but this was a, a different take on it, and and the the candied jalapenos are a really fun touch to it too. How did that side kind of develop? Whose whose brainchild is that? So Thomas does the candied jalapenos, and that's really the cherry on top of this dish. Um, He spends a lot of time putting in the effort to uh, candy those. I think they how long do they take? It takes like a freaking month (laughs) to like properly mature. Yeah. And like people are asking for like extra sides and stuff of them, (laughs) and I'm like, guys. This takes so long. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to give you. Like, I don't care if you're paying money for it. Like, this takes so long. So, yeah. so if you're listening out there, ask for extra candy. No. No. Yeah, yeah. no. no don't do that. Yes. Don't do that. He might yell at you. I, th- I think it evolved from we we did the flaming Hot Cheeto street corn, our flaming Hot street corn, and that was a pretty involved side where we're putting flaming Hot Cheetos on it, queso fresco, lime, cilantro. And creme, <laughs> yeah. And so we have like, like eighty-seven garnishes for each side. Yeah. So I, I think I was like, hey, we're used to putting stuff on top of our sides already. Just and, do more shit. <laughs> and I was thinking about beans, and I like, I'm not a huge bean fan, but I figured any way for me to get to like them is to put chili cheese, cheese Fritos, cheese, sour cream, and a candied jalapeno on top. And so um, that was kind of. I, I'm pretty sure it was an idea I came up with, um, and we just kind of rolled with and yeah. kind of it developed over over time, you know. And so yeah, it's very uh, filling. I mean, it's almost like an entree out of, of its own. Yeah, it's super yeah. hearty. Yeah, a lot of people like, will just come up and get that. Yeah, you know? seriously. Uh, a lot of vegetarians like like yeah. to come up and get that. We have so. a guy that gets like two pints. So is there any? There's no meat scraps in the beans, or they become non-vegetarian? No, there is. <laughs> you wink at them. There is like a chicken stock, so you have to be kind of like. How vegetarian kinda, are yeah, you? Yeah, how vegetarian are you and all that. But we're, we we don't really cater to that anyways. Well, you're, you're a barbecue-focused, yeah. yeah. meat-focused operation here. I mean, you some have 14 have, sausages. Some people have people asked something. us to <laughs> cater to that, and I I hear those people. and But, I mean, at the end of the day, the people that support our business are people who love meat, and that's, that's where we need to put our focus on, you know, for sure. So. But, yeah, the, the sides are at Dane's are as strong as the meat roster is at Dane's. I mean, you guys are cooking just phenomenal brisket right now. We were absolutely blown away by just the entire tray. I mean, and that's it's it's very hard for us to be giddy about barbecue anymore because we eat so much of it. But we, you know, we ordered a huge spread the last time we came here. And every single thing we ate, we were like, wow this is ridiculously good. And then we'd eat something else. Wow, this is ridiculously good. And I think we, that was even probably our second or third stop of the day. Yeah, too. it wasn't our first. It wasn't the yeah. first, but 
but it's just it's really impressive to see you know that that menu evolution that you guys have gone through where you've always had the creativity but you know now you have kind of the the room and the comfort where you are now to be able to start to put more processes in place you have more people on the team that are really helping you you know produce this menu that that's so involved um what we can't not talk about the dessert before we finish the menu or yeah finish talking about the menu because that was yet another thing that brian and i tasted and both kind of gave each other a look like this is not your typical barbecue dessert yeah we we saw the name and it had like some of our favorite words in it (laughs) (laughs) bourbon banana and delight it's great words yeah you can't go wrong with those three words right and 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 one of our favorite desserts is the bourbon banana pudding at at regal's barbecue Mm -hmm. um but but we were like well what what is it you know we didn't know exactly what it was and one of the things about it and and we'll we'll ask you guys for some input but one of the things about it it's kind of a, a creamed creamy banana pudding and where everything's kind of blended together and it's one of our favorite styles of banana pudding i'll give a shout out to highway 29 barbecue That's they won't hear this they've been closed for three I, years exactly <laughs> but i want to give a shout out for them because that was one of the ones where i first kind of really experienced a really good version of that yeah um, but tell us about this bourbon banana delight That's so it, it it evolved from my wife for my birthday she would make me something called chocolate lasagna and it was Oreos mixed with butter to make the crust. And then you'd put like chocolate pudding and uh, like a cream cheese mix and then Cool Whip and then chocolate chips on top. Um, and I, I don't Just love... Just like lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, so it's kind of like a layered pudding cake, I guess. Uh, and I preferred that over regular cake because I... And regular lasagna. And I'll regular. I say, yeah, Gar- Garfield would be proud. <laughs> yeah. But... Uh, so she used to make that for my birthday all the time. And so when we started eating a dessert, that was kind of the first one that we ran out. And we we were just like, hey, why don't we try to do this, but like do a banana pudding spin on it. And um, Because and barbecue then, dessert, yeah. banana pudding. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, Ashley was like, you know, we should, we should do like a bourbon kind of infused Thank you, uh, Ashley. cheesecake you know, kind of deal in there. I was like, yeah, let's do it. You know, and we, we both didn't like actual bananas in our stuff. Uh, so we don't put actual bananas in anything, but it's banana flavor pudding and uh, bourbon infused uh, cheesecake layer and then Cool Whip and then butterscotch chips and then a caramel drizzle and then salt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like finishing salt. And, it, and it the, is. the crust is white Oreos. You, you should uh, ask for some candied yeah. jalapenos on it. <laughs> Yeah, that it, is, not it is bad. fantastic, though. It, so, it really is fantastic. It, it, it is. It's a it's a showstopper dessert. I'll hook you up next time you're here. <laughs> it's it's re- usually the only one we do. We don't have the capacity to do a bunch of different desserts right now. We're very cramped on space, and uh, we're 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 pretty ambitious for the amount of space we have right now. But uh, yeah. so we'd like to do more different desserts and off- offer more options, but mm-hmm. at right now it's just we don't have space to store all that and because we've done the chocolate lasagna a few times but yeah it just recently it's just been the banana bourbon but i want to get into just call it chocolate delight i mean just everything just put the word delight and bourbon and it'll be chocolate bourbon delight but (laughs) chocolate lasagna gets people really interested yeah yeah well just wait for cookie butter bliss the word bliss is even better he did not make that up on the spot 
So, so you <laughs> talked about you, you talked about um, you know space and cramped. Let's talk about kind of your your transition as you were doing pop ups, as you had your first generation, and then how you wound up here and kind of the setup here. Yeah. So how we built up our business was by doing pop ups around uh, Fort Worth. Uh, local breweries gave us a home to just hone in our craft and we probably went to four or five different spots around Fort Worth and just did the rotation maybe one to two pop-ups a month for about two years Um, we did get kind of tangled in with a real estate developer that wanted to get us in this brick and mortar Uh, y'all visited that spot we had a pop-up there Um, that kind of fell through everything just we couldn't agree on terms and I never really wanted to work for somebody else so uh, the whole reason why I wanted to do barbecue and have my own businesses so I didn't have to answer somebody else and I wasn't really trying to do that you know so uh, so we kind of went with our original plan of just having a food trailer you know that's what I always wanted to do Lola's trailer park here in Fort Worth was a place that I would go and do pop-ups at it's actually the first place I ever did a pop-up was here uh, in that the exact spot where you order right now is the first place I ever did a pop-up in that same 10-foot radius uh, is where you ordered the first Danescraft barbecue you could ever get in Fort Worth is where we're sitting right now um, so I'm really proud of that you know it's kind of gone full circle a little bit but it Uh, I always wanted to be at Lola's Trailer Park because I really looked up to them. They gave me an opportunity. I was just a guy serving barbecue out of my front yard and came to them and said, hey, can I sell at this rummage sale that you're having? They have all these local vendors, food vendors, live music, and they let me do a pop-up here, you know, and uh, they continued... uh, to have me every month the last Sunday of every month I did that for about two years and it's just always where I've wanted to be finally during the pandemic we were fortunate enough to be able to fund a trailer uh, the good folks over there at Hellberg Barbecue uh, hey, sold us this trailer hey. so y'all know oh, those yeah. guys yeah. we do we do may the, may the force be with them we, we we met them like Great a few people. weeks after they launched their their food trailer that you know the, the original little trailer that they did and you know it's been fun to watch them grow as well over the years mm. but it's it's neat to see the little connections and barbecue of yeah you know, this person's cooking on this person's old pit and this person is you know co- you know this person now has this person's trailer so it's it's cool to see those different yeah. connections that go through the barbecue world y'all have so probably bought barbecue from Helberg and us out of the same trade. Oh, I guarantee yeah. you. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, I absolutely guarantee you that we've done that. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. So, yeah, no, they were awesome. They, yeah, they really helped us out and we were kind of in a spot where we really needed someone to, you know, help us help get us a trailer out. and give, give us a good deal. And they, they made it work for us and mm-hmm. we're very grateful for them, you know, to like, uh, help us out during that time for and, sure and th- i mean this is a really great spot too that that you're in right now i mean it's it's neat it's because it's you're you're pretty centrally located you're right you know you're right here yeah. amongst you know a lot of the busy areas that are going on and mm-hmm. but as far as a, a a trailer park goes you've got a live stage you've got tons of tree cover and you've got covered seating as well you know you have a really good bar that people can come get drinks at and enjoy the barbecue 
So, you know, this is a really nice setup, and I think, you know, best laid plans is what they always say, but, you know, your, your best laid plans ended you right where you needed to be in the long run. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, we really couldn't ask for a better situation than we're, than we're in right now. Like, Lola's is great to us. It's it's such a mutually beneficial relationship. It's a very, very hip vibe here. I mean, it, yeah. it's, it, and there's live music, and, you know, live music, music and barbecue just always go outdoors, together. Outdoors, shaded. There's like three patios, full bar. I mean, people are fantastic. Yeah. So let's talk about the, you know, where can guys find you on social media? What's the best way to to follow along and what's going on with Dane's Craft Barbecue and and when and where they can get all of your delicious food? So, yeah, we're on Facebook, Instagram. Instagram is Dane, D-A-Y-N-E-T-X-B-B-Q. And we're open here in Fort Worth at Lola's Trailer Park every Friday, Saturday, Sunday uh, until uh, from 11 until we're sold out. So, okay. and and you guys are still off the final Sunday of every month. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Off the last Sunday for family. Okay. Uh, yeah. I got, we, we've got a lot of family going on, so it's a family fair around here. Even Thomas's parents are. Uh, Oh, yeah. a lot of volunteering a lot of their time they yeah, was that, that every running food out yeah. every weekend too they okay i mean we figured it was someone in the family but every yeah. saturday for the last couple of years that's yeah. awesome yeah you, when did you guys start doing the every saturday i know you since expanded to the friday through saturday through sunday but you started serving here every saturday when it was the weekend after we did smoke dallas in 2019 <laughs> so okay so I, I think y'all were helping out yeah zavala's yeah, yeah we helped yeah, out zavala's yeah, Zavala's there and uh, we, we were pretending to help out. That was a good day. Yeah, the the week after that is where we opened up at Lola's Trailer Park every Saturday, and we've been here ever since. So okay. yeah, sat, yeah. Uh, literally, we haven't left. Yeah, but staying this this little room we're off into now. There's a cot that pulls down. Yeah, yeah awesome. for sure. Haven't left. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the first place that had a, a room upstairs to sleep in. That's true. That's true. Um, so let's talk about kind of what's next. What are you guys thinking about being here at the bar? Um, some ideas or plans for how you're going to continue to grow Dane's Craft Barbecue. So we we really just want to get comfortable with our staff and just have a great experience while we're working try to put out the best barbecue Um, I'm not too concerned with growing it uh, more than just putting out the best food we can I mean that's what this thing has always been about is just trying to put out the best food we can put our best foot forward every time and so that's what I plan to continue to do. So I'm, I'm trying to grow within that ability of keeping the quality up, which is kind of a difficult thing to do sometimes. So mm-hmm. sometimes people want to want to grow, and uh, with that means relinquishing uh, a, a lot of duties to people that might not be trained up well enough to uphold the product the way that you've set it out to be so yeah so trying to trying to figure out that and just get everybody trained up and get more people involved is kind of what we're trying to do right now um but keeping the quality of the food uh paramount is yeah we're we're trying to just expand as slowly and responsibly as possible um because like what you said keep the quality up the last what month or so we've been uh rolling out uh, brisket, uh, ground brisket trim burgers on Fridays and Sundays. 
to kind of get more sales on our um, lesser days than Saturdays. Um, and so we're really working on getting the whole burger process just really nailed down to a T. Um, and eventually we'll have our nighttime menu with the Dane's Midnight Munchies um, on weekend nights um, with smash burgers and uh, a variety of other things. We're, we've talked about a lot of fries and like loaded tots and all that stuff. Lo- loaded brisket, potatoes, just yeah. stuff people when yeah. they're drunk just and watching drunk a show. Stuff. They, Absolutely yeah. nothing. You can wrong hold with it with that. one yes. hand and shovel it with yes. the other. That's you know, perfect. like yeah. stuff like that. But uh, that's still like really good quality. It's not just shit thrown together. Yeah. One, one yeah. of our it's one shit of our first thrown together. But, but that's really good shit. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. One of our place delicately sound together. a little uh, yeah. a little primitive, but no, yeah, no. We want to do it well and like good shit. Place together. Yeah. One of our first. And then all the stuff that we've wanted, dreamed about doing, you know, like if we wanted to do fried chicken or if we wanted to do yeah. fish and chips, if we wanted to do uh, turkey melt or, uh, you know, beef and cheddar, you know, like we're just going to like throw it all on the midnight men- munchies menu and, you know, have a good time. Have a limited menu, maybe three items, and sell that Thursday, Friday, and Saturday nights to the late night uh, crowd that's here watching live music. So uh, I think it's going to be a good uh, part of the business. It's going to really help us business-wise, but also provide what Lola's needs uh, out of us as a food vendor here as well. So you, you, Before you commit to the beef and cheddar, you might want to have a conversation with Philip Helberg again, uh, because in that very truck that you're in now, uh, he created a monster with a <laughs> with a chopped beef and cheddar, or I don't know if it's cheddar, but chopped beef and cheese sandwich, and it was a very involved process that he ended up having to do all day long because they were so delicious. Yeah. So before you do that, <laughs> find out that. what you're getting yourself into. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean that that is a perfect menu for for this setting, and it's and it's a great way to expand your hours, expand your menu without having to add on twelve hours of brisket cooking and different things like that. Exactly. One, one of our first interviews was with Jesse Ray's in Las Vegas, and they've got an item there called Maniac Fries, mm-hmm. and and it, and it is what it is. I mean, and, and it's great. I mean, it's it's just a great pile of food, um, and and it's there for a reason. But it's it's really delicious. But yeah, bar food and barbecue bar food, I think, is an underserved area. I it, really do. It, it is. Yeah. It's, like I said, it's it's a way to get more monetary value out of your restaurant, your food trailer setup, but without having to just totally kill yourself on cooks yeah for sure yeah. And, and, i mean it's all going to be really chef driven stuff and we're going to test shop everything that goes out there and uh, uh anyone that knows what dane's craft bar knows yeah. this is not going to be something that you guys think of <laughs> yeah. that four o'clock in the afternoon it's on the menu by seven it'll probably go through how many different yeah. revisions and before you guys deem it ready and give it the stamp of approval to get out there for sure yeah there's definitely a rigorous process that's going to go through but yeah. um, we thought we, of a burger last week and we we're like this is amazing we got to serve this next week and we we're like wait hold yeah <laughs> so, so yeah we like a couple more weeks of testing but we're gonna start putting out exciting, burgers on fridays that are inspired by the sausages we do so yeah jalapeno Havarti burger very gouda burger a funky town fuego burger so those are all things that in the future you can look forward to uh, getting on a friday that if is, you make it out that you know, is just, awesome i love that idea so yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll just be it's uh, not, and it's not like we explain this to some people and they're like oh so you just like 
put smash the sausage meat into the burger <laughs> patty and it's like no it's it's a totally different thing it's a burger inspired by the sausage so yeah it'll still be um house ground brisket patties yeah uh, it's, it's a normal just, burger just but, the right. way we do Garnishes it but yeah and cheese and all that shit yeah, they, they always say you know when you make sausage and you have that little extra leftover they, hey i'll put it in a patty and fry it in a pan and it's like it's not it doesn't taste the same no. as if you actually made a burger so yeah, yeah. they're like hey just fry a little patty of it, and you'll know what it tastes like. It's like, no. 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 You'll know what it tastes like after three days yeah. of treating <laughs> sausage yeah. properly. <laughs> you know. Chilled and smoked. Thomas, let's give out your Instagram handle as well so people can follow along with you. Oh, it's just my last name three times. Lovin', lovin', lovin'. And that's L-O-V-E-N. People could spell it wrong, and then yeah. they're probably following some really random account they may not want to follow. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can get on a very bad he does, hole. He does not have an OnlyFans, guys. Yeah. No, not yet. I mean, <laughs> if I get enough requests, we'll, we'll see. All right, gentlemen, we'll, we will get you out of here on a couple of goofy questions that we've been asking everybody in season two of the show. And if you've listened along, you'll have an answer. Or you probably won't because no one does. If, all right, we'll start with Dane. Dane, if you could cook with anybody, barbecue or not barbecue world, but any anybody in the culinary world, who would it be and why? That you haven't already cooked with. Esau. Yeah. So. He's the coolest guy. Yeah, ever. he's awesome, man. We, we got close down there in, uh, in Tyler uh, at Red Dirt, but... Um, yeah, man, I just really look up to what they do at 2M Smokehouse. I, I look up to him as a pit master um, and, and as just a person, you know, and I, I would really love to do a collaborative thing with SO one day. So that, that, that's what I would say. Thomas, same question to you. Well, he said SO and I was... Uh, you should say Dusty. I was saying... Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was waiting for. <laughs> yes, Dusty. Well, Mr. Mr. Sunday Bones, we've we've joked about how Thomas is kind of like our Dusty, for real. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah, yeah. we'll yeah. just start. You I mean, know, came to a pop up, and then yeah, I mean that's kind of a similar story to how Dusty got in with Two M. Was he was a he was a fan of the food and just kind of progressed from there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there, no, there are different I mean, parallels there. And they kill it and cook amazing ribs. So oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So now the other one. And we'll, we'll start with Thomas. What barbecue joint have you not had yet that you'd like to go try? Heavy Maze. Well, that took a long time. <laughs> we were there yesterday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, <I hate laughs> we could have even brought you some. Yeah. Um, we, we do this transit courier service. You just have to look us up. Um, yeah. We even brought some boudin today. Um, well, that was easy. And, and why? I mean, I just respect the hell out of them. They're just amazing. They're, they're, his hustle that is the, the, the business he's he's built um, is just so awesome. Yeah, they're, and they're just that's it's a it's a really cool operation. I hope great and, and people. My it, parents so hard gone, for you guys. I'm so jealous. <laughs> well, when you're in the barbecue world, it's so hard because you all work the same hours. It's yeah. hard to get away for any length of time to be able to do that kind of stuff. But it's you know we, we do hope that some you know that you get some opportunities that you know all of you guys in the barbecue world get some opportunities to go see each other and see the different way business operates because everyone has a different way they operate service or on a line yeah yeah and you can you can you can learn things that work for your business don't work for your business things like that and just those are the things that we nerd out on when we go to barbecue joints just the different way 
We, we, we time the service, and, and yeah. it's, not, it's not a negative thing, but we're just curious. How does this service model work? How does that service model work? Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so we really, yeah. we we really geek out, out on that stuff. Yeah. Stuff like that all the time. All right. So, Dane? Where would you like to visit? Um, I've really wanted – so I haven't been to – I've never been to Franklin Barbecue. I mean, a, a lot of people in this situation, you would – you would think they have been there, you know, but uh, I'd really like to go to Franklin Barbecue and just experience standing in line, doing the whole thing, yeah. doing the Franklin Barbecue thing, because there's a period of my life that like, you know, I, I thought about wanting to do that a lot, you know, and I just never got around to it. I just started barbecuing instead, you know, <laughs> instead of making the plans to go out there and, and uh, stand in line and do all that. So, yeah, I mean, o- honestly, like, I, I would really like to experience that whole thing. Not Yeah, the, um, the line is, is an integral part of the experience. It really is. Yeah. Because, I mean, the, a lot of the progression of barbecue has been, you know, because of the information he shared and, you know, just kind of like, Maybe the media kind of got got on board with like promoting all that, but um, I mean, it's definitely something I would like to do. It's an experience I'd like to have, and, and it's one I just haven't made the effort to go and do yet. So yeah, I'd like to do that. So it's it is it's it's one of those you know pilgrimages that you know everyone mm-hmm. hopefully gets an opportunity to make, and you know of course it's not available at the time of this recording because they're not open to the public yet, but hopefully that changes soon and they're able to go back to what Franklin barbecue has been for so long in Texas and that, that experience, because it's, you know, it's one of a kind. It's, uh, it's great to meet people while you're in line to get people to come from other cities. Yeah. And then you've got those four hours to talk and discuss. And even if you're going by yourself or you're going with only two friends, you're always making friends with the people around you. Mm-hmm. Cause the first thing is you all share something in common, a love of barbecue. And so it, it's just a great conversation starter so that that line is just so so great to sit in and then when it opens the the excitement as it opens and then you start marching towards the the, the meat counter yeah. Yeah. yeah actually i have a quick story really quick. i actually went Go to franklin uh on accident um how does that happen <laughs> so i i had a layover in austin on the way to florida to dana and ashley's wedding um and it was like a two-hour layer layover in austin i was like okay i'm definitely getting barbecue um so i was like franklin's out of the question because of the line and it was like two hours later so i was on my way i got an uber from the airport to micklewaite um and i was talking to the driver i was like yeah i'm going to get barbecue and so he automatically thought franklin's um so and i knew because of the maps uh that we're gonna drive right past franklin's on the way to micklewaite um and uh so I was like, saw it coming up and I was expecting to pass it. And then he turned in um, and he was like, well, you're lucky, man. This is the shortest line I've ever seen because uh, it was a rainy Tuesday. I was going to say, yeah, there's a secret to Franklin Barbecue and Tuesdays or Wednesdays. It, it was probably and around was rainy. Yeah. One or two o'clock in the afternoon. maybe. Yeah. Or? Yeah. Yeah. Tuesday yeah. After, rainy yeah. Tuesday afternoon. Um, and I was like, I'm actually going to Micklewait, but. Okay, <laughs> so I got out and I waited forty minutes, uh, and I had Franklin, and it was awesome on accident. <laughs> yeah, and I talked to Dane in, in line like right when I was ordering. It was, it was pretty hilarious. Be, I mean, it was a wedding present. You could have brought him some brisket. 
Yeah. I mean, <laughs> people were bringing Krispy Kreme on the planes back in the day. <laughs> There's a lot of places I, I kind of now wish I, I had a set I'd like to go to, but I mean, I think they deserve a lot of respect for growing the barbecue scene and everything like that. We and like to put I, people like on the spot, honor, though. It's good. I'd now. like to honor that for sure by actually doing that. And go, and it's, it's a rite of passage. We do it once a year because of yeah, that same reason. Cool. Because it's yeah. it, it's a lot of fun. And, and unfortunately, you know, we're, we're yeah, we the went the other day, has, but yeah, it's not the yeah. same. The pre-order, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely not the same as you know as the experience. Uh, well, last question, and we'll we'll end it on this. What is something that is yet to appear on a Dane's Texas barbecue menu that you would like to put on the menu and just haven't had the opportunity yet? So we've been thinking about doing different specials recently, and I'd really like to do sliced beef cheek. Uh, but recently, I I picked up some oxtails, and so you might see an oxtail uh, special every once in a while nice. um, on our menu. So that that's something me and Thomas have talked about a little bit uh, on a recipe for doing something like that, which. Might be kind of more like a fine dining kind of deal there, but um, it, it, it's been something we've been thinking about. Beef cheek and kind of oxtail. Just trying trying to put more beef options out there. We're a little pork heavy because we, we do smoke pork belly on our menu and a lot of our sausages have pork. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of beef specials is kind of stuff that we're thinking about getting into. Thomas, what about you? What's something you would love to see on a Dane's menu? One of the two two things that I expected Dane to say, um, which is kind of more on the like munchies uh, vein, but either uh, fish and chips, which is Dane's like one of Dane's big things, or uh, donkey tails. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the for the midnight munchies. Take it away. Yeah, we're we're gonna do this thing called a donkey tail on the midnight munchies, which is a uh, we're gonna do a house house made either beef sausage something like that, split it down the middle, uh, sear it on down the middle, kind of like uh, bowling alley style on the on the on the flat top, and then you basically. We're going to put queso, cheese, fried jalapenos, and then wrap it in a tortilla. Can um, you make us one of those right now? And then yeah. we're going to press <laughs> it kind of like in a, like a panini press, yes. basically. Yes. And then uh, you kind of butter it up, press it, and then we're going to serve it with a, like a kind of like a jalapeno ranch yeah. kind of deal. And, and some candied yeah. jalapenos. <laughs> yeah, we can, we can do that. Yeah, probably. That's going to be in it. Why but, not? Um, it's actually like my grandmother... Who passed away back in uh, 2019? She is kind of one of the reasons why we we're able to get this trailer. Um, she used to make me donkey tails. That was like the snack that if you were hungry, you went to you went to Bomb Bomb. She was gonna make you a donkey tail, and uh, it was just a tor- just a mission tortilla with a hot dog and a slice of American cheese rolled up and thrown in the microwave. And uh, that's just something I kind of grew up eating, and then it kind of carried on in my family. And I was like, man, we could make a big version of this, and it would be awesome, <laughs> you know? And so um, we, we've done some test kitchen stuff, and so 
eventually that'll be something that's on the menu here uh, yeah so we're hoping to run that out here pretty soon so but it's not going to be on the barbecue side of it it'll be on the dane's midnight munchies side of it which will be our nighttime thing so and it sounds awesome and it, it's that perfect connection of family and barbecue and history mm-hmm. um, so it's, it's just a great story you know we're glad to to be back here again um, the food is phenomenal. You know, we we didn't talk about the brisket or the ribs, but they are phenomenal. Um, yeah, Thomas is doing the ribs. Yeah, it, it was great. It's I mean, the, the food it's here the, is... The menu here is yeah. it's so darn good, and it's impossible to not order a huge tray of food every time we come here because, like I said, there's just... there's. There's not a dud. There's not an afterthought on the menu. Everything has purpose, and everything is just absolutely delicious. And again, you know, just hearing the, the both of you talk about the effort and the test kitchen and the time you put into it, it all it it's all apparent whenever you look at the tray and whenever you taste the food. And it really is. Uh, hats off to you guys on that. And we're looking forward to seeing how you guys continue to grow. Thanks. Yeah, Thank you. Means I mean, a lot. I'd I'd like to say thanks to y'all honestly because like the amount of knowledge and inspiration I've and Dane have accumulated from y'all's interviews and just listening to all y'all's podcasts like it's it's gotten us where we are today it's gotten us to talk to you and talk y'all's ears for sure yeah we're (laughs) definitely fans of the podcast I mean I'm y'all are great I I listen to y'all all the time you know so anytime y'all put something out I'm I'm wanting to hear the interviews y'all are doing and and it's been that way for years. And so, yeah, we really appreciate y'all putting in the effort to shine light on people doing what we're doing because mm-hmm. at times it can feel like a thankless kind of thing every once in a while. So uh, we yeah. appreciate you uh, being appreciative of what we do. Yeah, we're, we're honored, but honestly, this is, you know, this, we're yeah. honored that you're here with us. Yeah, no, thank you guys yeah. for everything. And, and, and thank you for listening to the show. And thank you yeah. for anyone that's listening to this episode and any other episode of the show. Um, it is. It's. It's been a cool, fun treat for us for these last four years, and we're gonna. We're gonna keep trying to do this as long as we can, physically and mentally do it. <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which is which, not as long as you might which, think. Which could be tomorrow. <laughs> you never. This could be the last episode we record of this show. You never know. But I'm no. going bonkers. <laughs> but yeah, it's. Uh, it's been a thrill for us to to get to hear these stories and get to share these stories. You know, because they're, they're they're worth telling. And and again, if it if it helps anyone you know in any aspect of their business to hear how you guys are building yours or how person abc has built theirs that's uh that's that makes it worth it so thank you guys and we will talk with you next time